Welcome to the Mama Coach Podcast, where we are talking all things motherhood, but without the judgment. This mom gig can be a tough one, and we are here to discuss ways to make it a little easier. Good morning, mamas. Happy Wednesday. I don't have my usual sign behind me, and that is because uh, I'm at Mount Royal University today. It's actually just right across the street from where Mikhail goes to grade two um, at Master's Academy, and um, I really wanted to get some work done, and it is such a quiet space because all the university students aren't here, so um, welcome. Today I want to talk about growth charts because holy moly, um, it's a tool that health professionals use um, and moms really, really take them to heart. And sometimes I think they get misinterpreted, right? They can cause a ton of anxiety for parents. Um, So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I am talking about uh, the growth chart that probably your healthcare provider plots your child's height and weight according to age um, till they're two years old. So every visit that you go in with the public health nurse or your family physician, nurse practitioner, whatever, they're probably plotting his growth, right? And this is where the anxiety piece comes in because, so first off, it's a World Health Organization growth chart. That's the one that we use Um, and the challenge is, is if mamas or have a baby who's in the third percentile, what that means is that 97% of babies his age or her age are bigger than him, right? Does that mean it's bad? Not necessarily. But you hear the word third percent, fifth percent, tenth percent, and it causes a lot of anxiety because it sounds small. But The growth chart was not created to compare your baby to other babies, right? It is meant to be um, a screening tool. It is not a diagnostic tool that your baby's in the fifth percentile, he must be too small. That's not the case, right? Um, It is not meant to, like if you think about it this way, if there is, If there wasn't a fifth percentile, there wouldn't be a 95th. We are all different, right? And so is your baby. Not all babies are 95th, 98th percentile babies. That doesn't mean that those babies are feeding better necessarily, right? Um, What plays into it? Um, Genetics, right? Um, If you have two small parents, what's the likelihood of having a huge baby you know it I just don't like it when um, a baby is on the third fourth fifth percentile and we are concerned and we're trying to help him bump up percentiles what's more important is watching that baby over time is he staying on his curve right over time you know that's one sign that babe's doing well, but that's the other um, the other thing to discuss here is that the growth chart is only one sign, like one tool 
um, we need to look at the entire picture. It is basically a tool to start a discussion between um, parents and the healthcare providers on how are things going for your baby? How is he feeding? Are there any breastfeeding concerns? If you're bottle feeding, how is that going? How does he tolerate his formula? How do you mix his formula? How many ounces is he drinking in a day? Wet and dry diaper? Our wet and dirty diapers let's take that all into account you know is he meeting his milestones I saw the most beautiful baby girl last week she was five and a half months old and in the third percentile and this mama was so worried right first off mom was a very tiny framed woman but when I walked in to see this baby, she was bright-eyed, rolling back and forth, you know, grasping things already, fingers in her mouth, looking right at me, you know, holding her head, trying to sit up, feeding like a boss, but in the third percentile. Would I change anything with that baby? No. No, she's where she's meant to be. She's following her curve right? There's other reasons um, why people contact us. And sometimes it's, you know, mom maybe had gestational diabetes, right? So baby was born very large because that happens, right? Like nine and a half pounds. Feeding's going great. You know, they lost weight in the beginning, which happens. And then they gained it back within that first two weeks of life. But then baby kind of dropped a little bit. Initially, when we plotted the curve, she was huge, right? 75th, 85th percentile. But then she maybe settled out to where she was supposed to be. But that showed a drop in her, in her growth curve. And that caused mom a lot of anxiety. That means, let's stop. Let's take a look at the big picture. How is she feeding? You know, um... How is she developing? And then let's watch it. Let's use it as a screening tool to see what happens, you know, two weeks from then, a month from then. Does she follow her new curve? Is she happy? Is she sleeping? Is she feeding well? Is she checking all those boxes, right? If she is, awesome. So I guess my message for you is that, um, it's one sign of general health for your baby, but we need to look at the big picture. And as nurses, we are so happy to help you with this. You know, we're used to um, assessing babies, assessing kids, and, and seeing, you know, um, okay, this is where they are on the growth chart. This is where they've been. Maybe they've dropped. Is there a feeding issue? Can we help you with that? You know, the other thing is, is when baby starts sleeping better, we need to make sure they're um, getting enough calories in that 24-hour period so that they can stay on their growth curve, right? Um, and just know that as nurses, we look at all of that. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have more questions, please reach out to me. You can comment here, or you can message me, or you can reach out through our website and contact any one of our mama coaches. Doesn't matter where you live, we can help you from anywhere. So I hope everybody has a good day and I will see you soon. Bye.